Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and the family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me, as always, is Kristen. <laughs> yes. My co-host and lovely wife. <laughs> Switch it up. There you go. Uh, in the time codes of the de- in the description is all sorts of... Wait, there is time codes in the description <laughs> for all the different things, uh, as well as links to the articles and everything that we talk about, uh, any or references, that kind of good stuff. All right. Are you ready for some news? We always start out with some news for Kristen. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So this is very relevant to you, Kristen. Is it? Are you ready? Okay, now I'm interested. Okay. What you think is relevant. Here we go. (laughs) What I think is relevant? (laughs) To me. (laughs) New York City woman's banana bread is a big hit. (laughs) Is this relevant? Uh, It's very relevant. Uh, Except her in New York. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, Allie Chernick, the 27-year-old foot photo editor turned baker behind Allie's banana bread makes 500 banana bread loaves a week and sells Oof. out without, within minutes at the most uh, two minutes but usually less than a minute she said from her commercial kitchen in downtown Manhattan it's pretty crazy uh, Chernick had been baking bread for years using her grandma's recipe uh, uh, she would make some for friends in college and everyone would freak out and be like that's the best can I have the recipe and she'd say no <laughs> Uh, basically yeah. she said no thinking that maybe this will be a business yeah. uh, at some point. So <laughs> it just goes on and on, but it just goes from then she couldn't keep up. She was doing it like out of her house and then it turned, you know, she was getting orders on Instagram and trying to do things and open a commercial kitchen. And now it's crazy. Whew, so that's a lot of work, uh, of her 500 weekly loaf. Oh, the weekly <laughs> loaf, uh, 300 currently go to a market on Manhattan's Tony, Upper East Side and 200 for delivery nationwide. Really? Wow. Yep. So that's pretty uh, cool. She says, I never really thought I'd be making just banana bread every day. (laughs) And that would be it. That would be interesting. (laughs) Just banana bread every single day. (laughs) But that's kind of what it is. She said, I like to make people happy and I like to watch people eat things uh, that I made and watch them love it. It's very uh, homey and it tastes very homemade. And it just reminds me of them being cozy and happy. So, Kristen, I can relate to that. You just made a bunch of banana bread. I did. I bought like maybe 10 bananas because, you know, there are five people in the house. And I think two of them got eaten before they went bad. Not bad. Before they, you know, got ripe. Very overripe. Overripe? I don't know. Um, So, I definitely made banana bread yesterday and today to use up all those bananas, which I did. Yeah, Which, so we have a lot of banana yes, bread now. Did. See, you can, and it's gluten free. It is. So she has the corner marketed on normal banana bread. Yes, maybe. But I use somebody else's recipe. <laughs> All right, so we'll adjust it. <laughs> okay. So let's actually yes. Let's make it. Let's add. I've got some secret ingredients. I was thinking we can of start secret ingredients already. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is our new side business. Okay. Banana bread every single day. Banana bread every day. (laughs) Every day. And we'll charge $1 million. Per loaf? Per loaf. Oh. Slice. Oh, wow. (laughs) Per slice. Okay. That's a business right there. (laughs) I mean, really, you just need one person. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We're set. You know. Except I for, take it. You know, for a little bit. A little bit at least. No, I'm just, I mean, we do live in South <laughs> Florida. Saying, it's expensive well, down here. A loaf. You know, you can get 
At least 10 million out of a loaf. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> One loaf. All right. Well, we'll do it. We'll, yep. uh, we'll start taking orders. <laughs> okay. So today our topic is mentally strong kids, mm-hmm. mentally strong kids. So um, like I normally do, I just, I have certain things that just pop up on my Google news feed <laughs> and I, I came across this article. It was on CNBC. Uh, I don't know if that was originally, but that's where it was. That's where when it you read popped it. up when I read it. <laughs> Um, no, but now it's pointing to another, you know, all of them aggregate all of them. Yes. Um, so, uh, but the headline caught it. I sent it to you. I was like, Hey, do you want to do this one week? And so it's been sitting there in our to-do list for a while. Um, but it is an article by Amy Morin and the title is a psychotherapist says the most mentally strong kids always do these seven things and how parents can teach them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's important. So, yeah, I, I think it's really important. In a day and age where we have more and more kids that just are like... There's so much information. Their, their parents do everything yes. for them. Um, I think it is important that yeah. we have kids that are independent, kind of going off of last week right. where we have, we talked about helicopter <laughs> parents um, and going into this week. So... Uh, I skimmed through these Mm -hmm. and then I figured we could say, you know, do we do this? And, um, you know, or what are examples? Do you think it's good or not? Um, Which I'm pretty sure I thought all of (laughs) them are. I mean, they're very, you know, a lot of times when we go through these articles and these different things, a lot of times people go, oh, well, that's common sense. But if we don't do it, right, then it's not, yeah, then it's not common. There's so many times that we read this, we're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that makes sense. And we're like, oh, wait, we haven't put it into practice yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, you know, what comes to my mind, just, you know, we're, we're pastors. Mm-hmm. Like it always comes to my mind and, and, you know, and you go, well, how do I, how do I get closer to God? Read your Bible, pray. Oh, yeah, but how else? No, that's, yeah. <laughs> You know, Have you done that? Go to church. Like, you know, it's like it's like these easy things, but they're not so easy to do on a consistent basis and yeah. to be disciplined with them. And so I think a lot of times with in parenthood, it's the same thing. Like we know, you know, like our kids, we need to limit them on on something, you know, limit them on a screens. I'm like looking at a TV and I can't <laughs> think of the word, you know, limit the screens. But then it's, you know, it's a lot. Sometimes it's easy just to be like, here, it's- just play this for 48 hours, <laughs> 48 hours in one day. Yeah, that would not be possible. Well, you know what? I want to empower our kids <laughs> okay. and say that if they want to create a time machine, oh, they can do it. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, all right. Creativity. See, I, set, I set you up there. Yes, you did. All right. So let's go through these. I think they have seven. Seven. Seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just see. Uh, do you want me to read some of it too? Maybe. Yeah, I think we do. All right. So number one. Uh, number one, they empower themselves. If your kid says, my friend got a higher score on the quiz, which makes me feel bad about myself. They're essentially giving, some, I'm just trying to imagine a kid saying that. Um, I could see Avery saying that. Well, I, yes, Avery is very descriptive <laughs> she of her is. emotions. Yes, she is. Um, I mean, if I had to guess, somebody would be like, you know, maybe they're just frustrated right. that someone else got higher right. and they're showing that in different ways. But uh, but kids who feel empowered don't depend on other people to feel good. They choose, for example, to be a, in a bright mood even when everyone else is having a bad day or tries to take anger at them. And then they suggest create catchphrases 
Work with your kid to come up with phrases that they can repeat to themselves. Use words that show they are in charge and how they think, feel, and behave. Are we thinking it, of the same yep. thing right now? Uh, <laughs> so some examples are, all I can do is try my best, act confident, I'm good enough, I choose to be happy today. Uh, do you want to tell the story? Oh, well, how old was she? Maybe like two, one and a half, two? Yeah, something like that. Oh, probably two. And uh, Kaylee. Kaylee. When we would go to the park, there were certain things that she was scared to do, like the tall slide or different things like that and jumping off of certain things. And But she was determined that she was going to do it. And so we noticed that when she was at the top, she would, she would talk to herself, be like, you can do this, Kaylee. You can do this. You can do this over and over until she actually did it. Yeah, she'd psych <laughs> she'd herself psych up. She'd herself up. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I And I have no idea where she got that I don't from. either. No I have no clue. idea. She just decided to do it. So. I, I feel like she kind of does this still to this day, just not as obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but she does. She like psychs herself up. She can do it. So I, for me, like reading through this, I agree with it. Like, mm-hmm. well, and like the, the last part just talks about drowning out the negative voices yes. in their head and try to convince them. And, and, uh, but I don't, I mean, I don't know if we really, you know, talk about, I mean, maybe not in this way, but I, uh, yeah, you've got to be self motivated. Yeah. You, you don't have to worry about the people to the left and right of you. Um, it, that is a, a really important thing, especially like for me, what comes to mind is like peer pressure. Yes. You know, when, when they're always looking for everybody else's, but I see, I think something that ties into this too, is we need to, like, as parents, we need to encourage them when they, when they do write, like, um, you know, uh, we talk, <laughs> we just talk about like, our kids are very confident kids. Yeah. Like they think they can do anything. Um, which sometimes gets which them sometimes in trouble. Get them in trouble. <laughs> um, and so I, I just, yeah, I think it's important to encourage our kids and yeah. to not sit in the negative and just, oh, you didn't do it this time? Well, let's practice and do right. better. Right. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking, Avery tends to worry about what everybody else is doing, except, yeah. you know, when she's doing something. And I was t- talking to her the other day and I was like, they were playing a game and she kept worrying about what the other person was doing and so she was getting behind on her own i'm like do you see that you're you're not being able to do your best because you're worried about everybody else around you which is tough because sometimes with certain personalities that does encourage you that to, to push forward to do your best but you also have to know that you can do it on your own it's a it's a yeah, this, Give is, and take this is definitely going to be a personality based thing yes, too. Because some, some people, their personality, they don't care right. what other people it think just, at all. Yeah, you know, and then other personalities can be very dependent on the other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think this is another one where it's going to be a lot of have open, honest conversations <laughs> yeah. with your kids. But even Kaylee, um, from a young age, she if she saw an older kid doing something, that would encourage her to do something. Oh yeah, she thought she could she, do it. Yeah, so. I don't know. It. I mean, I guess the key here is just encouraging your kid to try again if they so, fail. Maybe. Okay. Here's the question: Do you also have to go in the opposite direction? Because there's times where I have to like not put down, but I've had to 
discourage a little bit. I think it was, I think we were talking about surfing one time and one of the kids, well, it's Kaylee. Um, <laughs> and Kaylee listens now. So yeah. Hi Kaylee. Um, <laughs> but she, you know, I think it was surfing or something and she's just like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I can do I it. Can I can do that. It. No problem. Like, listen, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. It's going to take you a little, no, I'm going to be really good right off the bat. You just <laughs> jump on the board and you just go. And I'm like, that's, that's not, no. That's not how it works. You're probably going to be terrible at it at first. Like, well, I mean, then, realistic but expectations. You need you know? But I, I think that's part of it is realistic. I th- when I think of this, empowering yourself and making sure that you're kind of even, mm-hmm. like don't get too high and don't get too low. Yeah. Like set that expectations of like, you know, I think there is that middle ground. Yeah. Just um, realize that things are not always going to come easy. Like certain things are going to take hard work. Yeah. Like in certain, certain kids are better at certain subjects. Like Kaylee will fly through science. Like she, she doesn't even care doing her work because she just, she enjoys it. But math, which I know is funny because these two tie in together, but math takes her forever because she, it doesn't come as easy. So knowing that some things are going to take more work, maybe. Right. So what do you think of catchphrases? They say use I mean, catchphrases. I think, I think sometimes. I don't know if all I think of it depends them, on the kid. Yeah, I think so too. It just depends on the kid and the yeah. personality. Because again, I I think some there are some personalities that, I mean, don't we all? Everyone cares about what other people think. Yes, yes, that's just human nature. Social. Yes, we are a social creature. Yeah. Um, but I think it's varying degrees. Yes. Like for me, I there are days where I worry mm-hmm. but for the most part i don't care you're just in your own lane. i'm just in my own lane <laughs> i don't care what people say or think um, do you think of the the michael phelps meme you know of the picture of him in the olympics when he's just he's staring straight ahead and the, the competitor is just looking at him and he falls oh, behind <laughs> i was like i have no idea what you're talking about but no it is true when you start looking to the left and to the yeah. right you're not focused on on you right. which i think we do talk to our kids a lot about that i think just, so don't I hope look, so don't look to the left and right you just be you yeah <laughs> just do what you got to do yes. it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing just you do you do what you need to do yeah and um, if you if you are like i don't know how to do this without um using comparison but like if you are looking to the left and right allow it to push you further i don't know i don't want i don't want them to compare themselves to other people but yeah yeah i think it's important to teach that yeah you know yes i agree because they yeah just don't compare yourself yeah (laughs) just the thing is you never when when we it's not like we you get into a trap. Yes, that's you, true. This is like that's as an adult, true. you get yes. into a trap because you always look at the person that's ahead of you. Yes. But you think they're ahead, but then you get into their life and right. you realize that you're ahead in other areas. It's, that's very it's true. not fair because we don't know everybody in every detail of their life. Yes. And what they're good at and what they're not so great at. And so, but for us, we end up get stuck in our head of like, oh, well, they're, yes. look at them. And then, then you find this. out their whole life is a mess in this other area. <laughs> right. Like we comparing doesn't help anybody. It's true. Um, you know, and it's just better to just do your thing. Yeah. You know, help other people. I'm, I'm just talking about of being course. motivated to 
yes. succeed and accomplish and things like that. I don't mean like, oh, there's someone who fell on the floor. I'm not going to help them. I'm going to step over. No, 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 like no. Obviously help people and that yes. kind of thing. But for, okay. All right. Anything else for that? All right. So number two, for mentally strong kids, it says they adapt to change. They adapt to change. So whether it's moving to a new school or not being able to play with friends during the pandemic, change is tough. Your kid might miss the way things used to be or worry uh, that what's happening might make their life worse. But mentally strong kids understand that change can help them grow into even a stronger person. Um, so name your emotions. It says name your emotions mm-hmm. is the action. They, uh, it says change feels uncomfortable, but just putting a name to the feeling can lessen the sting of these emotions. Um, I think that's so, yeah. good practice. Yeah, I think we've talked about before a routine is very good for kids but they you also have to teach them that there's going to be things that come up that are unexpected and how to just how to handle that so yeah I'm not, i would think i think that's a good practice of you know na- putting a name to your emotion but then how to handle it how yeah. to handle that emotion well it goes on just to say like you know People don't usually take the time to think about how they're feeling. That's very true. They just feel it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, I think adapting to change is a big thing, and it yes. starts with modeling it. Yeah, with most that's true. Of, most of these is yes. you modeling it, is you taking inventory of your life as a parent and then modeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you can't get control of your emotions or talk about how you feel, your kids won't be able to either. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it even worse because kids, you know, emotionally are not developed as far yes so that you know if if you can't as an adult it's going to make it even harder because there's there's actual caps in how their brain thinks and processes things that are not fully developed yet um and so uh adapting to change is huge like to me like yes yes it is a schedule is huge right Inside that schedule, throw curveballs. Yes. I think that's a good practical way to yeah. do things. Just once in a while, you, you know, know, how to practice, how yeah, to handle. Just throw a curveball at them. Um, you know, I know Because life us, is that way. <laughs> yeah. Life throws curveballs all the time. So yeah. might as well practice it. It's yeah. better to do it. The time to prepare for battle is not during the battle. Right. It's exactly. beforehand. Um, you know, like I'm trying to think of, you know, if their bedtime is normally seven, mm-hmm. you know, mess with them i don't know turn the lights on <laughs> throw a party wow you know you could you know or no or be like hey we're going for a drive now you know what it just yeah. you throw curveballs something that's, just out, something of that's out of the normal out of yeah out of the norm yeah and and do that like i mean for us we've been crazy busy which now yeah. like wednesday has become a release day for the podcast at the moment yes <laughs> like because we can't get caught up yes um but uh the, you know at one point they're like uh, i think last week or something they're like i had to run out again and they're yeah. like, daddy where are you going again and i'm like look this just is what it is right now mm-hmm. we have to deal with it yeah you know like yes i'm tired or i'm frustrated or or things like that but this is just what needs to happen sometimes you just got to do what's got to do yeah you got you know um it's not always going to be like that no and yeah this, it's just this this times just, here and there there's times here and there this is oh. a season that we are very busy and yeah. so this is what it is yeah um you know, but I, with that, I think our kids, because of our job and how crazy <laughs> it can say. be, it goes in waves. <laughs> right. I think our kids have gotten from the time they're born. Right. I mean, Michael, 
You gave birth to Michael, and a week later, you yes. were running a kids' camp. Yeah, <laughs> and he was in the office. Yeah, you know, like so. It's it's just, uh, yeah. I think in this case, our kids grew up in a yes. Really, it's a struggle for us to get them on a schedule. I know than it is to have random things pop up that yeah. we're running to or going to. Um, and so for us, we actually have to do the opposite. Yeah. Is get them we used to just a consistent a thing that's important. Yeah. Um, we have the opposite struggle in we this. Do. Uh, because not having a good, you know, like, especially of late, like our kids, they've gone up and down because they've been going to bed at a normal time. Mm-hmm. And then really three or four times a week, they've been going to bed at like 11 o'clock midnight. Which is, which is not, not good, normal for you them. Know, for them um, because then they you know, they lose it and then we lose it because we're also not getting right. enough sleep. So schedule's important. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. But so being able to adapt to that schedule is. Yeah, it's super important, important because life also. changes all the yes. time. It is good practice for later on in life. Oh, but. okay. This is a bad one talking <laughs> about modeling. Uh, number three, uh, mentally tough kids. Another thing that they do, according to this article, says they know when to say no. Uh, everyone struggles to speak up, say no, or express their feelings once in a while. But depending on the situation, choosing not to say yes makes you stronger. Kids often struggle to say no because it can feel awkward and weird. By finding the courage to do it more often, however, they'll find that it gets easier over time. It also reduces the stress of having to commit to things they don't want to do. (laughs) All right, so they say try the give up test. When your kid is faced with a decision to say yes or no, ask them what they will have to give up if they say yes. Mm, oh, okay. For example, say yes to a play date at a friend's house might mean giving up spent time with siblings. Ask them, are you willing to give that up? Mm. That is a really good test. Yeah, that is good. I think for me as an adult. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that works <laughs> for any age. I mean, maybe not a baby, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, talking about modeling. This is one that's tough to do is to say no, because you always want to be there for, you know, I mean, some people have no problem saying no. Yeah. I think I've gotten better at this the last couple of years in certain areas. Um, But yeah, being able to say no is a huge one. Yeah, it is. It's, that's always been hard for me, but I think I have been better at it the last, maybe the last couple years <laughs> but um it it is a good thing it, in that context i think is a good it's a good idea just to see like what what are you having to give up if you say yes yeah i really like or that. do you do you you have to give anything up to, you know it's to funny say yes? i think we do a good job with this with our kids but not ourselves that's very true that's very true because i even think of like if i'm tickling them and they tell me to stop i stop like, yeah. hey, if you say that, then that, then you, you know, you know, or if you don't want to wrestle or if you don't want to play a game, I mean, we push them to do certain things. Yeah. But I mean, I think we've empowered them a lot of times to say no. And they typically tell us, you know, or even church, you know, they, our kids are at church all the time being pastor's kids. Mm-hmm. And I've always said, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to be in the main areas, if you want to just go in the office and play or whatever, y- you can do that. You know, because you're here so much, you have, you let me know how you're feeling and what you want to do. But I think for you and me, I don't (laughs) think we do it very well in our lives. No, 
which then you know we sacrifice sometimes either family time or something yeah. else because we couldn't say no um so maybe we need to work on that <laughs> I, know, I like the give up test though i yeah, actually no, i good. really like that's a great idea that's good um you know so but yeah we i think as you know with being a parent to your kid you got to give them like small things to yes, say no to true. that way they can build up to it that's true you know that way uh it's much better to practice that in the house than when they're you know with someone else right. out and about and you know they 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 need their voice yes they need to have a and, clear voice and not be afraid to tell adults no sometimes yeah you know um respectfully yes i was gonna say yes this is you know certain situations of course like you have to you need to do your homework you can't say no to that <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> but yes it in certain situations i think that's a good practice yes no that's a good thought yeah no i don't want to do school no. uh well that's that wasn't an option no yeah definitely that's not there a, are certain that's not things. A question that's you know yeah there's definitely certain things but even i think finding their voice so like at a restaurant yeah let them order yes yeah we've always done that since you know? they were little if they have if they got like money for their birthday or whatever and they went to the store. Like, we let them check out, I mean, next to us. Of they don't course. go to a different checkout lane. <laughs> but we let them, you know, just, it's interaction with yeah. a stranger, you know, to a point of just, you got to speak up. Yeah. You know, you've got to speak up a little bit. And you don't let them, you know, struggle. No. You know, to where they're going to fail. But you, you can help. But I think it's, yeah, it's it's important to let kids find their voice. Yeah. Um, out and about. Which, again, that's a personality thing. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I like that give up test. That's a really good one. So they they had uh, helped them. Uh, so the, the end of that part says, help them find the courage to say no by coming up with polite ways to turn someone down. <laughs> no, I'm not able to. Thank you so much for inviting me, but I've got other plans. I'll have to check and get back with you. I don't know if I like that one because that just delays it. And yeah. then you get anxiety. <laughs> Like, oh, man, I, I have to answer them. <laughs> I don't really uh, feel like doing that today, but I appreciate you asking. <laughs> I'm um, just picturing kids saying these things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could see Avery saying these yeah. things. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> she cracks me up because she's very, oh, Avery, yesterday. what's going on? Yeah. I am feeling very frustrated yes. because I tried to do something and no one is paying attention attention yes and in my heart i feel sadness <laughs> but in my mind i feel anger <laughs> that, there are I times mean, that where she goes like into her, this explanation oh, i'm just looking like and a, i'm like yeah what who are you who are you? how old are you <laughs> like I, I think you've taken our 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 conversations <laughs> like to the extreme here i love it um, though i love that no it's good does that <laughs> in my heart i feel <laughs> sadness <laughs> She went out. But I like also a, feel anger. <laughs> well, she does. She tends to have the biggest emotions. So I think it's good that she can talk about them, like what she is actually feeling. <laughs> I think it's important for her. While throwing things. Well, yes. Um, yeah, but. It's learning. It's, it's taking learning. step by step. <laughs> All right. Number four. They own their mistakes. This is they, important. This should really be like for adults. Yeah. Oh, I think um, it's all of these can work. Well, I mean, this, what you're really doing is you're setting them up for adulthood. So, yeah. 
Um, so they own their mistakes. Kids are often tempted to hide their mistakes because they don't want to get in trouble. Um, uh, maybe they forgot to do their homework or accidentally broke an expensive vase. This is like a sitcom. Yes. TGIF. Yeah. Uh, owning your mistakes the music. helps you build character. Oh, yeah, like the at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was listen, nice. <laughs> listen, Steph. Yeah. Um, owning your mistakes helps you build character. Kids who are brave enough to practice this recognize what they did wrong and mentally prepare themselves to fully admit to what they did. They also apologize and find ways to avoid making the same mistake again. And yes. so what they decide, what the action that this person suggests is create an environment for success. So what I'm thinking is you break, you, you like, what do you do? Like, like, let like have a boss right yeah. at the edge and let it break. No. Uh, so it says if your kid is disorganized, they probably have a hard time remembering all their assignments. Or if the room is filled with tons of treats, they might not be able to resist eating too much sugar. Why, Why is there room filled with room? treats? <laughs> okay, maybe number one, don't give don't. your kids a bag of candy and just... Like, Avery tried. The other day she goes, because <laughs> we cleaned out a drawer yeah. and it had it was like the candy drawer that yeah. they're, no, they're not allowed to go into. And we basically replaced it there's there's nothing in right there, that drawer's gone yes and she's like oh are we gonna keep those in our room now and we're like no she said so i can sneak pieces again yeah, no <laughs> which we never had that issue until no. michael yeah I, re- I just remember michael at like three or four years yeah. old he i would just walk out there and he'd just be eating a candy bar and i'm like where did you get that the candy drawer did mommy say you could have that no, it's mine. I just went and got it. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that's not how that works. And the girls, we didn't even have to tell them they couldn't. They just waited for us to tell them. So, I, so what this, I've, I, I keep getting distracted thinking of things. But it says, when a kid makes a mistake, remind them they can change their environment in a way that will, okay. After school special. Yeah, this does sound like an after school special. Uh, prevent them from saying the same preventing them from making the same mistake twice for example they can write down assignments as soon as they receive them or remove all unhealthy snacks so they're not within reach okay (laughs) i mean i guess this depends on the age of the child yeah maybe if you're like a teenager room but Mm -hmm. let's just go ahead you shouldn't have full-size candy bars like in your kid's room why would you want to keep food in your room i'm gonna go ahead i know sometimes (laughs) you know we try to like be like you know you got to figure out your own role and different now don't leave like bags of candy no. in your kid's room it's not no. it's they're not it's, no there's it, there's so there's many no problems reason. with that i mean just bugs in general yeah bugs <laughs> well okay but the first thing on a serious note um whenever the kids like do make a mistake i, I for the first thing i try to let them know is it's okay like yes. you you never have to hide anything from us. Like, have we ever done anything to you that is like horrible when you've made a mistake? You know, just a reminder of that. But also, like, it's okay to make mistakes, but make sure you learn from it. Yes. Like, make sure that you learn learn not to do something next time, or you know, to put yourself in a different situation or something. Just, it's okay to make mistake. We always make mistakes but we gotta learn from them yeah so i read an article a long time ago and i um and i can't remember from where <laughs> but it was talking about um 
just talk, it was talking about that, which made me think, well, first of all, this is just us, like parents, we need to keep our emo, our immediate emotions yes, in check. Our because when a mistake happens, yeah. we can't react. We need to use it as a chance to, um, redeem the situation. Yes. You know, so the example this article used was, you know, a kid attempting to pour milk out yeah. and they spill the milk. Yes. So if you freak out and go, what are you doing? I can't believe you did that. Now, all of a sudden, it. so you have a kid who felt empowered mm-hmm. because they were trying to do something on their own. You now shut that down. Right. So now they're not going to feel like, you know, they can may, do things, you know, and right now it's milk. It may not, you know, now when you want them to go to the bathroom on their own or take a shower <laughs> on it, you know, like when it gets to yes. bigger things, they're not, they're going to feel less. Um, but then it does, it's like, I've got to hide these mistakes. Yeah. But instead, if, instead of reacting like that, but if you, what is the other respond, respond, if you respond with a, Hey, okay, we spilled some milk, no big deal. Let's, I'll help you. We're going to fix this. Uh, you know, we clean up the, uh, okay. My phone (laughs) starts talking to Google, but you know, you, you help them get rags and you help them, um, clean it yes you know and Teach they they, they do it yeah you know don't just do it you know it's because sometimes it's that hard. we get angry yeah and it's like just get out of here and then we do it <laughs> which i've done that before yeah. you know like you know and then you do it and then yeah. so now they don't they didn't learn now they're afraid to it. do anything yeah. on their own they didn't learn that they need to clean it up that they can just walk away from their mess yes and that that's how you respond when someone else you know, because yes. then later on, when younger sibling messes up, and then older yes. sibling like yells at them and punches them <laughs> because they're going to take it to the next level. Being yeah. a kid, uh, you know, it's it's what we modeled, and yeah. so it's important to. Well, so you know, we we got a we adopted a dog a while ago, yes, and uh, he wasn't housebroken, mm-hmm. and um, you know, he was two yeah. and a half or something like that when we got him, and so. I remember reading, it's actually what a lot of dog trainers said. It's bad to yell at them if they make a mistake in the house. It's better to just take them out every five minutes and when they go, praise them outside. Mm. Because for a dog, they actually think they end up hiding it. That it's actually better if they just pee in front of you (laughs) than it would be for them to go hide it. Because then you're going to have pee hiding Hiding. in your house because they (laughs) don't want to get yelled at. Um, And to... On a, you know, on a, I mean, that's a small level, but kids are kind of the same. If you're yelling and then they're not going to want to come to you. It's just a lot of different stuff. We make mistakes. We have to allow our kids to make mistakes. I think that's another thing, though. When you do make a mistake, I mean, a mistake as an adult, like, I'm not saying you have to tell them things that they shouldn't know. But if you make a mistake with them, talk to them about it. Yeah, and apologize. Apologize. And make it right. And, yeah. yeah, make it right. Which Don't we've be said afraid. a lot of yes, times. Yes, we've yeah. said this before, but that that's modeling it to them. Yeah. You know. You know, and, and, I, and I get it. So, like, if now, if they went and poured their milk after you had told them, hey, don't pour milk without me being there to help <laughs> you, then that, like, you've got a little, that's more than just a mistake. That's, like, also disobedience. Yeah. But we, I think it's it's one of those, like, and I'm saying this, not that I've done this right. Yeah. I'm probably yeah. 50-50 on this because I get, you get frustrated and, yeah. and aggravated, you know. Um, but it's better to first handle the mistake and then deal with the, like, afterward, just be like, hey, 
this is why we talked about, you know, why did you do that on your own when we had talked about how I want to be here the next time? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that means you didn't listen to me, you know, and then you, you know, if you need to punish or you need, depending on the scale of yeah. whatever, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, you want to, in the conversation with them, separate out the two, a mistake to the disobedience right. of, of not listening. Yes. You know, they they try to hand because it's different things. <laughs> That's true. Because, you know, it's a fine line there, but it it's, you know, again, talking about how we want independent children. Yes. You know, like I, I am enjoying where we are right now. Like our kids are very independent. Mm -hmm. We just guys go play and they'll go play. Um, They're at that age that they just will do that stuff, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to delay. You don't want to delay. I mean, there, I have emotions of like, oh, they don't, they don't, they don't come in, you know, you know, like we're starting to move out of that where they'd prefer to kind of do their own thing. But at the same time, it's healthier for them. Yes. You know, so, all right. Anything else? Mm-mm. All right. Number five, they celebrate other people's successes. Uh, it's normal for kids to feel jealous when their friends get a new toy, for example, or when the other team wins another game. Uh, but feeling negative towards other people only hurts them and not the other party. Encourage your kid to cheer people when they do a good job. Mentally strong kids are supportive of their peers and they focus on performing their best, but without worrying about how anyone else is doing. Um, so the action that this person suggests is act like the person you want to be, have your kid come up with a list of traits they admire. Maybe they want to be more confident like their sister or optimistic, like their teacher, encourage them to act as if they already possess those traits. Mm. This doesn't mean they should be someone they're not. It simply means putting their best foot forward. When we feel good about ourselves, it's easier to celebrate other people's successes. Yeah. I think this is super important especially as you become an adult, because a lot of times, especially in our social media age, you know, where people do put their best foot forward, um, being able to celebrate someone's success without thinking less of yourself. Yeah. Like just because someone did well at something doesn't mean that you didn't do well at something, you know? Um, So teaching that young is, I think, very important. Yeah, I think this is, this is a tough one. As an adult, mm-hmm. this is one of those things that, like, the sooner you can, Get you know, <laughs> you can, you know, if we can teach our kids this, hopefully they grow up to where it sticks. Yeah. Because this is... It's hard. This is something that isn't an easy thing, because we do. We, we like, talking that about comparison, comparing, it goes yeah. back to the first one, it really, does. where, like, not only do you not take the negative, but you encourage encourage when you compare you're encouraging the things that make you feel inadequate you know um yeah it's a tough one it is you know um i think you have to be real careful with talking about acting like a person you want to be i could see traits where you talk about you know like oh i want that want to be more brave or i want to yeah yeah you do have to be careful with that i think you need to be real careful with that yeah Um, because then you start to like think that that person can do no, no wrong right I think and then when they do it's a big blow i think too you know i am i the thing i thought of here is you know our kids play video games mm-hmm. and a lot of times they'll get frustrated when someone else wins yeah. and i'm like well it's it's two things number one this is not some stranger that won it's your friend right so if they did a cool trick or did a cool play and be like man that, that was, was awesome yeah. compliment them yeah 
And then if you get frustrated because you're losing, well, play better. <laughs> I mean, I, I've multiple times said play better, you know, like, and, and that means practicing right. or, or maybe you need to look up, you know, learn new strategies. Maybe you, maybe you're just not good at this game. Sometimes you're just not good at a certain game, but if you enjoy it, then have fun with it. Right. Don't get frustrated. It's okay if you don't win every time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it, it's in, encourage. Yeah encourage encouragement especially if it's somebody you know that you're close with you should you know celebrate their success yeah. i think that's a a good practice for anybody and is then, I mean, just to celebrate their success and you can use it as a motivator to mm-hmm. like get yeah, better definitely. At you know depending on the situation yeah but yeah i it's funny when the kids are like playing games we're like oh he's cheating i'm no. like no <laughs> No, 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 no. They're just, they're a just better. better than you. Yeah. That's what it is. And so if, if you want to be better at this game, you got to practice, Yeah, you know, and that, you know, I, I don't want to hear, I think cutting excuses out of our kids' lives is also yes. important. And yeah, I think that, what was the one about placing the blame on somebody else? Or I can't remember one of the ones we talked about, Yeah, but yeah, taking responsibility for yourself instead of. Yeah, putting well, blame on other people. I, how many times as an adult you'll see someone do something great and then the thing is like, oh, well, if <laughs> if I had all the time, I could do that too. Well, it's <laughs> right. like, all right, well, then make the time. Right. You know, like instead of making excuses for not do, accomplishing something that you want to accomplish, yeah. sit down and make a change. Yeah. You know, that's not easy, but you just, that's what you have to do. Right. You know, so um, because... Living a life that is just filled with jealousy and comparison, yeah. you're just going to be a bitter old person yelling at kids to get off your lawn. <laughs> like that's, I mean, like that's how you become, you know, like I, a lot lately, I feel like I'm talking about this, like, well, I, I, I will never become like this. Uh, yeah. You know, how many times do people, you know, say, I will never become this. Right. And it's like, yeah, you don't become that overnight. Yeah. You become that gradually. And so, especially in social media age, yes. where everyone only puts the good stuff, you would think everybody is a millionaire fashionista. Yes, that is, you know, perfect house and perfect, you know, <laughs> yeah, perfect house, and they're they're going all over the world. Yes, you know, like I mean, the, and then the reality is, like, I can't even get our dogs to stop pooping on the porch. <laughs> I, I go, I step outside, I step in poop. Like that's that's what that's but reality for me. At least the dogs are going outside. Yes, not we, in the house. we have one dog <laughs> who wasn't house trained, but now is. He, yeah, I mean, he hasn't had well. an accident in a month. Yeah, you know. But we exchange that for sometimes <laughs> he doesn't older. quite make it to the grass. Oh, okay. And he poops in front of the sliding glass door, yep. and then we step in it. Okay, and then we have our older dog who is turning fifteen to tomorrow, April first. Because I don't know young people. Yeah, yes, that's true. Fifteen. He doesn't, I don't think he knows who he is anymore. <laughs> he forgets when he goes to the bathroom. Yes. And so he just kind of just goes We're wherever. Outside though. Usually. <laughs> usually outside. Most of, the time. Um, m- most of the time he does go outside and sometimes he'll go out, come in, yes. forget that he went and <laughs> then scratch true. at the door again. And we're like, you just went. And so we'll open the door. He'll go back out. Stand there and stand look around. There, look around. And then come back, and come back in. <laughs> and this is what we deal with right now. We have a, we have a dog that is on its his last leg and we you know like you know i you know when we post a picture like oh look at this cute dog yeah this cute dog that (laughs) it's 
constantly putting poop on our feet, you know? So like it's, it's, we live in this day and age where everyone only puts their best yes. foot forward. And so it's, it, it's very easy to fall in that trap and to just make excuses as to why you can't do something. Yes. Um, that's why it is important to look straight ahead, deal with you. Don't go on social media, like limit yourself <laughs> with that, you know? And, uh, oh, the, and then do you know how many times, how many times, Kristen, have we had parents be, been like, after someone posted, look, my kid can read. And they're like two, all of a sudden, you know, the circle of our, you know, in our, our, our circle, can you believe, man, my kid can't even do this yet? Or like so all these questions, are popping it's like, and... <laughs> stop it. Yeah. You know, every kid is different. Like, yeah, that kid can read it too, but they can't use the bathroom. Yeah. They keep peeing on the wall. That's the part you don't see, <laughs> you know? So just stop it. Like every kid is different, yes. you know? Like, look, if they're not reading by the time they're 10, okay, then there's yeah, then there's something wrong there. Yeah. Like let's, but like it's, it's, and if they're not, you know, if they're still peeing in a diaper at 12, that's okay, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, and I'm exaggerating yes. the ages, but I'm just saying just everyone on social media and the best is a lot of it is pictures. So you yeah. don't even know. Some people are like, oh yeah, what was, what was the word they read? They read no. Or how about <laughs> the best was, uh, I forgot which one of our kids, but we read one book to them so much that they yes, memorized, they memorized it. it. Yeah. So we're like, wait, are you reading this? No, they didn't no. read it. They memorized it. Yes. And so they, they would sit there. Great feet. <laughs> oh, which is good. Yeah, it's fine. But, yes, but they're, like, not they're not reading. No. You know, so it's just, just stop. Just, I don't even remember what this was. Oh, celebrate other people's <laughs> success. Yeah. So just celebrate with people and worry yes. about your own thing. And, um, you know, I just... It's it's life is tough enough yeah than to worry about racing someone else. Yes. Live your life. Be happy with your family and your kids. Play some games and just enjoy. Just yeah. enjoy. Um cuz I the one phrase that was in here and that we've you know, especially in the church world and counseling and things like that when it's like when you're angry at someone or you're holding a grudge, it literally does nothing to them. Yes. But it can destroy you. Yes, it destroys your relationships. True. It puts stress on you. It does all these things. So you're destroying. So even if it's justified, the anger that you have at someone, it's not doing anything. Right. It's it's not doing anything to them. Yeah. It's you. It's eating away at you and hurting you and your relationships and your and everything. So it, it just, you got to let it go. Yeah. You got to let it go. You know, um, but that was way off topic. All right. Number six, they fail and try again. That's important. They fail and try again. Uh, so I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. So their action that they suggest is, remember successful people who failed. Okay. Uh, experts have found that kids actually perform better when they learn that many success stories begin with failure. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Okay. Like, you know, you read about what Colonel Sanders and about <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, all these yeah. people that... I mean, Colonel Sanders, wasn't he like 70-something so. when he started KFC? I don't know how old he was, but he was older. Was well, says Thomas Edison. Yeah. yeah. He had a thousand inventions that didn't work. <laughs> yes. A thousand. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't... I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you don't... Failure succeed. doesn't mean the end of the world. No, if anything, you learn more from failure yeah. than you do success. Yeah. In fact, when, sometimes when you're too successful early on, that's true. It's a bad thing. It can be a it's real bad thing. Detrimental to you yeah, in the future. Yeah. Yeah, because then you don't know how to deal with failure, and I, I think we need to let our kids fail. 
that's another going backwards <laughs> to like the last week with the helicopter thing like sometimes just let them fail yeah like sometimes you see a hole in front of them and you gotta let them you know fall into it <laughs> um you know like yeah it's okay like i i don't you know i'm a big believer in i don't i don't like all the participation participation awards and mm-hmm. i don't like the grading scale of smiley face <laughs> and I, I hate it all because we've given our kids like i mean i i became a worse student when when so all growing up until my senior year of high school an a was a 94 yeah um, my senior year of high school they made it a 90 and i did a lot less work yeah because i'd look at the syllabus and be yeah. like okay well homework is one percent not doing any homework so i yeah. never turned in homework you know and different things like that and so like when we when we lower the bar so much on things it's you're just, actually doing a disservice it's a disservice you know a ri- was it a rising tide uh rising tide like raises all the boats or whatever what is that phrase i'm not sure <laughs> you know what i mean i mean i know what you mean but you know i don't know the phrase i can't think of the phrase it's something <laughs> like that but like you know it, a rising tide it, it all the boats go higher yeah you know and and we've far too often i i just had this conversation with someone the other day about like too many times as people and as organizations we set up rules based on the exception instead of setting the rules that's true so we look at the one or two people that we look at the one percent of people that are being loud and obnoxious about something and we make our rules based off of them when 99 percent of the time a different rule would have been better and so we can't do that like we can't put all these things so that's i i hate the whole we're all winners no you lost and it's okay that you lost. <laughs> yeah. What did we learn from losing? Yeah. What can you know? we do different next time? What can we do different next time? Yeah. Can we practice more? Can we, you know, what can we do? Are we doing the right thing? Is, you know, like there's so much more that you can learn from failure. Yeah. Um, and so making everyone just, we don't want to hurt, you know, everything's, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. No. Because in real life, feelings get hurt. They do. That's true. You know, now I'm not saying as parents we need to go hurt our kids' <laughs> no, no, feelings. No, 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 <laughs> no. But like, I, you know, people will, will give me flack sometimes because I don't let our kids beat me at things. I know. I don't. I try, you know, like I don't, if we're playing a game, I don't let them beat me because I want them. But the times that they have beat me, oh, oh that's they are like, overjoyed and I they're remember, singing songs and dancing. I and remember I'm the like, first time Michael beat you in Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the best day of his life the best day of his life (laughs) you know and and he would i mean he played that game for like three weeks like nonstop, you know practicing and he found a game type that was like oh all i have to do is hit daddy like once in this game type you know so he kind of you know but he learned and 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 that's the thing is all of a sudden when you do accomplish something it actually means something right that's true you know and you've put in the work you know and so I think for this one, encouraging our kids to to try again first comes with we have to let them fail, you know, and yeah. and recognize that, you know, like it's a it's a good thing. It can be a good thing to fail. 
Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else for that? Nope. All right, the final one. The final one says they persist. When it takes a while to reach a goal or when they don't feel like putting in the hard work to succeed, your brain might try to convince you to give up. Mentally strong kids who persist will continue to work hard even when they don't like it, feel like it. Uh, often they eventually succeed and discover that they're stronger than they initially thought. The action that they suggest is write a letter. Have your kid write a letter filled the words of kindness and encouragement to themselves. Mm, interesting. Okay. What do you think? I was just going to say, I was. that's a hard one to teach because you do get, you reach a certain point and you're like, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to give up. You know, what's it worth? But um, that practice thing, maybe that'll work. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's important because, of course, once you do accomplish that, just like you talked about in the last one, if that feeling of accomplishment is the best. Yeah. But um, how do you get past that hump? Yeah, I so I feel like this. a lot of these apply to everything. Yeah. It's so tough. Is there something, is there like someone going to murder me behind me? You keep looking like behind me. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you keep going like this, like leaning to the side. No. Oh, okay. I thought, I mean, I'm like, is there, is there someone with a knife? <laughs> no. Am I going to die? Um, so with this, so I, I, uh, I don't know where I want to go first with this. So yes, we need, we need to persevere and persist. And I think this is, so one thing is keeping our word. If we say we're going to do something, mm. then we need to do it. Yeah. We need to be honorable people. Yeah. You know, and there's too much quitting. Um, and so I, I do think it's important. Like I remember baseball. Um, I hated baseball. And I finally had the courage to tell my parents, I hate baseball. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and uh, my parents said, okay, well, you already signed up. We're halfway through the season. You need to finish the season. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not, you, you said you were going to do this you need to do this. And yeah. so I did, you know, um, I think in, in some situations there could be a time where if they're like, I don't want to do this, you know? Um, and I don't mean like in the middle of a season, but like, let's say a kid is just, I think sometimes, okay, we can't live vicariously through our kids oh, that's and sometimes true. they may not be good at something. And so if they're like, look, I'm not good at this. Mm -hmm. I want to do something different then yeah, you have to be open to change. Yeah. Um, you know, that being said, when it comes to persist, I am just so sick of people <laughs> like leading with their feelings. Like mm. everyone in today's day and age, it's all about their feelings. Yeah. And they'll change everything based on how they feel in a moment. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's why our marriages are falling apart. It's while people jump around jobs. It's, you know, I mean, we, we get this in the church world all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm just not feeling this church anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people, and, and, and to a point, sometimes even friends and, and different things like they will, well, it's all, it's narcissism. <laughs> like it's this narcissistic thing of like, well, I'm just not feeling it anymore. And See, this is like I'm showing my my traditional side here. <laughs> yeah. There was a... There, don't get me wrong. 
like, I'm not saying like, we need to be aware of our feelings. And sometimes that, that we needs to have change, but also like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. And then also like, we can't be afraid of challenges. That's true. Like some, there's yeah. mountains worth climbing mm-hmm. to persist through. Yeah. It feels like garbage or uncomfortable at different times. Yeah. But not only like for, for us individually, but if you model that, I'm, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Well, guess what? It, it's a, it's, we don't just pass down that. It's amplified. It's an exponential. I feel like we are exponentially making our society softer. Mm, yeah. It, yeah. It's an exponential process that we are giving to our kids, you know, and that we're losing some of that, like run through the wall. <laughs> like we need some of those moments where you run through the wall. You know, because it's worth it. It, Mm -hmm. Because in the end, it's worth it. You know, anything worth achieving (laughs) takes hard work. It does. It's not free. That's very true. You know, like it's not free. And it may not come easy. And it's not, It no, it's anything really worth achieving is not easy and it's hard, you know, and and it's, I don't know. There's just just too much. I think just because you're passionate about something or you're good at something doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. And you have to realize that, that it's just because, I mean, even if you are the best at something, it's still going to take hard work to accomplish yeah. things. Yeah. And, and there's going to be, I mean, you know, I love you, but there are times where I'm not feeling it. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's times as a parent, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean I walk out on my family. I to walk out on my marriage, but people do that. Yeah. You know, because we have, slowly over the decades been like well what are you feeling Mm -hmm. you know like it's all about you and and all this kind of junk and it's like to a point i don't want to say it's all junk like (laughs) it is good we need to be more aware and 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 because that's how we be better people but walking away from commitments and basing your whole life on a feeling yeah is dangerous is not it's dangerous it's dangerous for people individually and as a society, Yeah, you know? And I, and I honestly, I think we're seeing the repercussions of that in some of the younger generations that are like, I, I, I think there's a little bit of a flip, like they're rebelling a little bit against that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just like, like, what is this? Just do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and so I, I, it's very important that we teach our kids to be honorable like mm-hmm. there needs to be a a rejuvenation of honor. Like keep your word. Yes. Do what you yes. say you're going to do and to do the right thing. You know, um, not based on what you feel is the right thing. Like <laughs> what is the right thing? Yeah. There is a moral underlying code, you know. Um, if someone cuts you off, you may feel like the right thing to do is to, <laughs> you know, to, to act a certain way or to post a a picture or you know what i mean like yeah uh, you know or if you do something wrong go on a pilot like i don't know i just <laughs> it's the it's those things i'm just there's been so many times especially with us of late of people acting on emotions mm-hmm. and i'm like okay emotions are all <laughs> over the place emotions you know? can be one way one day and a total way the next the day. next day you know and so sometimes you just you hunker down, you know what is right, and you move forward. Yeah. You know, and 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 we keep our commitments and we 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 do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and to look for the challenges that are hard. Yeah. You know, like 
hey, I've always been one that is more like, I, you know, and, and some of the pastoral stuff is coming out of me right now, but mm-hmm. you know, this, this could apply at work. This could apply at different things. This could apply in your family. It's just don't shy away from the mountains. Yeah. Like tackle them, go through them, climb them, you know, don't, don't just go around them, deal with the big stuff. Yeah. You know, be the one who trail, be the trailblazer. We don't have enough trailblazers. I think it's important to teach our kids to be trailblazers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're not happy in a job or if you're not happy in a specific place, but that is where you feel like you were supposed to be, be the trailblazer to bring the change. Yeah. You know, until you can't, <laughs> you know, until someone throws you out. You know, be the trailblazer. And then go do it on your own. You know? Yeah. Well, I just, I, we've, we've, we've become a society of so few trailblazers, which used to be like, that used to be like the thing Americans hung their hat on. Yeah. Like we are the trailblazers. We are the ones that, that stick it and, and, you know, do the work and do this stuff. And, you know, whether that was a reality or not, but that was like, you know, we're going to be the first ones to space. We're going to be, you know what I mean? There's yeah. this this sense of accomplishment and we don't shy away. And now it's like, well, if I can't get famous on TikTok with it, then what's the point? <laughs> you know, I yeah. just, I don't know. Just be the trailblazer. Yeah. You know, um, do the work. And we have to model that to our kids because it is, it's an exponential thing. When we, when we let feelings drive us then it's this we're gonna give give them an example to well i don't have to get up this morning i can just do whatever i don't have to do this i don't yeah. have to you know so all right my heart is somewhat clear <laughs> is your heart clear <laughs> i think so um is your heart clear yes all right let's move on then uh success and failure for the week so can i say a success and a failure no no yes okay well you know my failure because, okay, so our oldest, Kaylee, she ever since she was little, she loved this YouTube channel. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we loved it, too. Like she would You can make, say it. Say it. Say what? Say what the YouTube channel oh, is. Oh, Rosanna Pensino, which it, it, when she started watching it, it was Nerdy Nummies. And she would make all these cool desserts that were from video games and from movies and all this, you know, cool stuff. And she's been watching it for years. Well, as the newer videos have come out, she's just, she's not done nothing bad. It's just not as much stuff that I want Kaylee to watch or to, to see modeled. Um, so whenever there is a new video, I usually, you know, watch it with her or whatever. Well, she was, in, she was watching some the other day and she's like, mommy, can I watch this older video? It's from like years ago. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't paying as much attention because her older videos weren't, I didn't have anything to worry about. Well, it was just a Q&A with her sister. And they were asking like things like, you know, what's your greatest accomplishment? And what's, what are the, you know, just random questions like this. Well, I'm half paying attention. And all of a sudden I, I hear them talking about things like, who was your first kiss? How old were you? And all that's when I walked out I and I'm know. like, what are you letting her watch? I'm like, they have not said anything <laughs> about this. Like uh, again, 
it's not bad. It's just not stuff well, that I, I wanted like, oh, her yeah. watching. It was my first kiss and he was putting all sorts of tongue in my mouth. And yeah. I'm like, what are you, what I is know. it? What is it going out of on? Nowhere. It was like out of nowhere. I was like, what? And this is one of her older ones. So it's not, <laughs> so, so yes. It's like, I thought I, this, this girl cooks cakes. Yes. Yes, she does. And so, yeah, I was, I felt like a failure in that moment. And I was like, well, okay, we're not going to be watching this one anymore for right now. <laughs> You could explain to her. Uh, So I, again, it was nothing inherently bad. It was just, I felt like a failure for, you know, allowing her to watch things that were, that weren't necessarily age appropriate, but yeah, but success is yesterday. I took all three kids to the dentist and it was the first time that I had all three of them where there wasn't any of them having some sort of meltdown because of being at the dentist. <laughs> and it was glorious and no cavities. And it was just great. Awesome. I I used to have such anxiety bringing them to the dentist just because I was worried because something was going to be wrong or that one of them was going to have an epic meltdown. And None of that happened yesterday, and it was the first time with all three of them. <laughs> so they're getting old. I know they're older. I told Michael that yesterday. I was like, "You've graduated into the older category today," but it was it was wonderful. So I didn't feel as anxious about going. <laughs> for mine, I just put like house organization. Yes, it's like been we've been slowly. Wonderful. We got a lot done last week in between our. Yes, although I don't. Yeah. We had a busy work week. Yeah. And then we come home and work. Done it, yeah. But hey. But it needed it. It needed to be our done. The house needs to get organized. Yeah. And so we did a lot of different things from me starting to consolidate the eight hundred <laughs> hard drives and all the data I have on it into one Yeah. This system. is just a nerdy thing. I'm creating a, a, a NAS, a network attached storage so that everything <laughs> is in one place. Um and we can upgrade storage if need be. Uh, and different things that way I don't have all these little hard drives and thumb drives everywhere and then we also moved some furniture painted some things and yep. I don't know so we're getting there yeah not it's definitely not, done, not done but at least we have a place now for everything that we can now kind of over the next couple of weeks get yeah. everything in the right place yes. which will be nice and get rid of more stuff and all so that I fun see stuff. that as a success yes um you know all right family time um well we celebrated your birthday Yep. Which that was fun. 90 years old. 90. Wow, you look very young for 90. I know, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we celebrated your birthday. We had, you know, family over. That was wonderful. And then we, you know, we got to rest a little bit this weekend. And Oh, success. Uh, I wanted mini cakes. Yes, you did. <laughs> if you don't know what a mini cake is, uh, one of my favorite things is chocolate cake, yes. uh, which is just, you know, like a two layer yeah. frosting in the middle cake. I said, well, I want mini cakes this year. <laughs> and when asked what that is, I go, I want you to make cupcakes, cut them in half like they're a layered cake, <laughs> ice it, and then ice all the sides yes. too. Like, so it's a mini cake. Uh, greatest thing ever. Yeah, but they were delicious. Greatest. Not the as ratio, easy as it seems though. <laughs> the ratio of frosting to cake is uh, perfect. It was. And it's just one of the best things I've ever eaten. So. It um, yeah, family time is eating for me. Eating more of those. Eating more. Eating I put. More. I put. We got Easter coming yes. up, so yes. we'll do some stuff with the kids and family, and then um, 
uh, we watched Mighty Ducks, yes. the reboot we did. TV thing on yeah. TV show on Disney Plus. Disney Plus with, you know, Emilio Estevez yes. is in it. The Mighty Duck Man himself. I mean, I was like, Emilio. <laughs> um, that's from something I always forget. I don't what know what that's from. <laughs> you don't know, oh, what, it, what movie is that from? They're like saying, they're like, yeah, so I was, I was over here and like, and you know who I saw? Emilio Estevez, the mighty duck man himself. You don't know what I'm talking about? I have about? no idea. All right. When you're doing your how you're going to relax, I'll look it up. <laughs> um, but uh, I, because we watched that, it was in the first episode was really good. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch one or two more, make sure it's good for the kids. Yeah. But I was like, I want to watch the movies with the kids. Yes, definitely. You know? So, um, yeah. All right. How yes. are you relaxing while I look this up? <laughs> well, um, I start again, I started a new series, so I've been watching that, just catching up on some TV shows because we haven't watched as many, like we haven't had as many free nights. So I've just been catching up on some TV shows and, um, yeah, it's a pretty boring answer. And I didn't give you m- enough time to look up that. <laughs> nope. I got it. <laughs> uh, it's from Night of the Roxbury. Oh, I, I don't even think I've seen that whole movie yeah, i goes, know exa- i know goes, what it is but. so anyways i was standing there waiting to use the pay phone yeah he was seriously and this guy who was on the phone turns around and tips his hat like this <laughs> and you know who that guy was emilio estevez the mighty duck man i swear was there <laughs> of course you were uh <laughs> of course of course you were you were the one who yelled the breakfast clubber's name i was like emilio yeah <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. How am I relaxing? Uh, League of Legends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they put out like a, their mobile version of uh, called Wild Rift or whatever. So I've been addicted to that. So I'll probably chill and play some of that. And that's oh, it. That's good. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Is your heart clear? Everything good? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you like the show and want to help out, uh, share it. Do all that kind of good stuff. You can like it or uh, push the stars. I always, I need to write this part out. Um, Push the stars. Push the stars in your (laughs) podcast app. Uh, I know if you're on iOS, it's actually uh, very helpful if you scroll all the way down and click write a review. Um, If you want to support the show in another way, in the description, not only do we have links to all the articles that we used if we use them during the week, um, but we have Amazon affiliate links to like, books that Kristen was reading Mm -hmm. and games that are cool to play board games and things like that. Um, and if you click on that, since the Amazon affiliate links, anything you buy supports the show, um, whether it's a tractor or a, (laughs) uh, dog whistle. Oh, dog whistle. Dog whistle. And I I can add Uh, two more books to that. Uh, if you'd like. Okay. (laughs) Uh, and I think that's it. Are you ready? Did you didn't look at the joke, right? I can't, I can't see that. (laughs) Um, for Easter, uh, yes. where does the Easter bunny get his eggs? I don't know. Where? From an eggplant. Oh, nice. <laughs> like a plant, not like a nuclear plant. Oh, no. That wouldn't make sense. No. Well, it could. If you had a factory, an egg factory, eggplant. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>